T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and yes, hump day is upon us. We are getting over the hump, and to help us do that, on the way, going to have some Joe Rose Show talking with NBA announcer coming to you from inside the bubble in Orlando, Ian Eagle. Also, the Dan Lebetard Show. They are all in on the Mar Lens. Then Hawk and Crowder, Panthers win, they win. Plus, they'll start throwing some pillows. Right now, let me throw you some headlines. The Panthers, they defeated the Islanders earlier today, a 3-2. Five-game series is now 2-1 Islanders lead. And they will play game four of the series this coming Friday at noon. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. The Jimmy Butlerless Heat defeated Boston yesterday 112-106. Miami plays Milwaukee tomorrow at 4. After over a week off due to coronavirus concerns, the Marlins return to play by blanking the Orioles 4-0 last night. The two are back in action now. It is 0-0 in the third. UConn is the first FBS team to scrap their 2020 season due to coronavirus concerns. The Huskies finished 2-10 last year. Two former Canes receivers have opted out of the 2020 season. Alan Hearns plays here in Miami, while Travis Benjamin is a 49er. Tonight in the MLS is back semifinals. Portland will face Philadelphia at 8. The winner will play the winner of the Orlando City-Manchester-Minnesota United match on Tuesday for the tournament championship. And now, let's go ahead and take a step into the day spa. Ah. <sighs> A woman in the Munich, Germany airport was recently detained when it was discovered that the contents of a wooden box she was carrying, it had the bones of her dead husband. Ooh, she is my hot mess of the day though. Researchers in the Czech Republic are training artificial intelligence robots to write a play. Oh, I hope this turns out to be a dirty play. A woman in Britain left embarrassed after accidentally buying X-rated chopping boards for her kitchen on Amazon. Yeah, accidentally. I gotcha. Some South Koreans have taken to washing their cash in the washing machine, while others have microwaved their money to disinfect. What's next? Setting the De Niro on fire? Just give it to me. I'll keep it safe. Now on the weather, tonight's forecast calls for a chance of rain with temperatures in the low 80s. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 calls for 
an unbelievable good chance that you're going to be entertained by the Joe Rose Show. Earlier today, they went inside the NBA bubble, not literally, but figuratively, with Ian Eagle talking about bubble life. Not to mention, who are some of the best players in the bubble? Is the East wide open? And then they touch on the wild, wild west. We're going to go straight up to the bubble in Orlando where Ian Eagle is going to join us here for a couple minutes. You hear him on the Turner Sports TNT games. You did yesterday as well. Ian, how's bubble life treating you? I I would say I'm more in the diet bubble area. I'm not quite in the full bubble. The players, the coaches, staff members, officials, they're in a different tier. And then we're in auxiliary bubble. It's still a bubble, but it's not quite the big bubble. You got to help me out. I'm I'm watching... These games have been great, by the way. They've had some unbelievable finishes. But I'm watching the East right now in the top four teams. It seems like all four teams, Milwaukee, Toronto, Miami, and Boston, just off of what we've seen, seem to be really close. And I know Milwaukee rested three of their best players in the second half last night against Brooklyn. Do you agree with that? You wouldn't be surprised to see any of the four come out of the East? or, or, Or do you have a favorite still? It's hard to reconcile what we knew prior to the hiatus compared to what we're seeing so far in the bubble. I think each coach is attacking it in a different way. Some are managing minutes. Others are just treating it like a sprint to the finals. Certainly with Milwaukee, as an example, uh, they didn't have Bledsoe. They didn't have Condon. They didn't play Brooke Lopez yesterday. No matter what, Mike Budenholzer was not happy. He just wasn't happy with his team. They certainly looked past the Nets. Uh, They didn't look like a championship contender in that first half when they played the majority of their starters. And then in the second half, it was backups against uh, what turned out to be almost a G League squad for the Nets. And they played really hard. They played really together. And they got the win. Yeah, I, I think the teams are fairly close. Boston is interesting. Miami is compelling. Toronto continues to amaze people at the fact that they're still so potent defensively without Kawhi Leonard. And then the Bucks are considered the favorite, but I think there are teams in the East that believe that Milwaukee is beatable. Yeah, this isn't like an Eastern Conference in the last decade where you had the Cleveland team where you know is basically going to win no. the East, or the Heat with the big three. This is totally di- This is like the year that Atlanta got the one seed almost, I think. A, l- a little bit different because it's Greek Freak leading the charge there from, from Milwaukee, but I, I do side with Joey and think that any one of those top four, maybe even Philly thrown in the mix, could come out of the Eastern Conference. It's really the first time in a long time we're like this. Sam Van Gundy and I were talking yesterday before our broadcast about the way the East is set up, and both of us are just completely trying to figure out what Philadelphia is all about, whether or not they can just flip the switch and turn it on. They are a very confounding group. They have a lot of talent. Uh, the chemistry has seemed to be lacking. The trust hasn't necessarily been there. If you're looking at potential bubble surprises, Philadelphia has to be thrown into the mix just because of the sheer talent. And if they somehow went on a run and everything clicked at the right moment, they might be able to rip off uh, some series wins here and be a factor in the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Uh, But yeah, it's not the same vibe that we've had in previous years when LeBron was in Miami and LeBron was in Cleveland. Uh, There's no clear-cut favorite. Milwaukee's certainly been the best team. Again, you have to, to really analyze your pre-pandemic opinions and compare them with what you're actually seeing right now 
on the court under uh, the most bizarre and unique circumstances that you're going to find in an NBA season. There's no fans there, of course, uh, so the stimuli is very different. The professional pride has kicked in. I've been really impressed with the effort level. I don't know if you guys have felt the same way. These guys are, are getting after it, and it does show that they realize they're keeping score, the games count, it goes on yeah. your permanent record. I've been really happy about the competitive nature of the games that we've seen so far. Memphis, all of a sudden, can't win a game. I think they lost their yeah. fourth in a row, so you got the Blazers and the Suns are playing. Devin Booker put on a friggin' show last night. That was crazy good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, can he... he but the Blazers, Suns, Spurs, and Pelicans, that matchup all of a sudden, who do you think's playing the best of that group, or, or is it still too early to tell? Well, I would say the most dangerous team of that group is Portland. This is a team that went to the Western Conference Finals last year. Uh, they really struggled with injuries. They didn't have their full team throughout the year. They don't have their full team now. Trevor Ariza opted out uh, because of family reasons, and Rodney Hood has been out since uh, basically the start of the season. But they got back two seven-footers in Nurkic and Collins, and that makes them unique in today's NBA, where they can just go big and overpower you. And if I'm the L.A. Lakers, look, I don't think the Lakers are going to be intimidated by anybody, but I certainly wouldn't want to see Portland in that first round. If you're telling me you could see Memphis or Portland in the first round, you take Memphis every day of the week. Inexperienced team, Jaron Jackson, is now done for the season. That's a huge hit for Memphis. You come into the bubble, different teams faced different storylines and narratives. Phoenix was looking for some form of redemption. A bunch of people around the NBA thought, really? The Suns are going to be in the bubble? The Kings are going to be in the bubble? Is that really what this is all about? Well, Phoenix has looked at this as an opportunity, and there's no doubt that Devin Booker is going to leave people with an imprint of where he ranks among impact players in the NBA. A San Antonio, look, when you've got Greg Popovich and someone that's won as many games as he has and this kind of format – uh, where you got to come back and play two days later or a back-to-back and the scouting report becomes so key and coaching points become such a big part of it. You have to respect what, what the Spurs could possibly do, even though they don't have their full team. They have no LaMarcus Aldridge. Think about that. Their best player wow. uh, right yeah. now is not a part of it. So really compelling in the Western Conference how it's going to break down for that 8-9 spot in the play-in game. There's no doubt there will be a play-in series in the Western Conference when the smoke clears. Yeah, the NBA dream matchup, if Portland could somehow get that eighth seed, I know it's 10 years too late, but Carmelo and LeBron in a playoff series against one-on-one, right? Ah, uh, Zach, you're, you're thinking like <laughs> a television executive. Right. I love right. it. I love it. Hey, I gotta How about the Carmelo, resurrection of Carmelo? Carmelo? Yeah. Unbelievable. I got to give uh, it credit. Just wild. Last night, I, I, I you know, got to see it firsthand, but the impact that he has on that team, his voice, his experience, the respect level that the guys have for him. You talk to Damian Lillard, who is one of the premier players in the NBA, and the first thing he says about Carmelo Anthony when asked is, well, you're talking about a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. So he gets that out of the way. He gets that on the resume right out of the gate. Everything that he said, that Terry Stott said, uh, plays into the fact that Carmelo has bought in and he's understood his role. And to juxtapose it with where he was, ironically, they played Houston last night, where he was with the Houston Rockets, where they didn't have anything for him. They looked at him and said, hey, he doesn't fit with what we're trying to do. And it looked like his career was done. He's come back in better shape. He looks svelte. He looks skinny and he looks 
re-energized. It's, it's really been one of the nice stories of the NBA second half of the year and now continuing to the NBA campus. I am still all in on a Heat-Pelicans NBA final. It could happen. The Heat, they won yesterday. Pelicans, they won Monday. Both Heat and Pelicans in early action tomorrow. In fact, you can hear the Heat at around 4 o'clock, at least a 4 o'clock tip-off. We'll have pregame, postgame, the whole game on our sister station, 790 The Ticket. Ooh, this bubble, it's not going to burst. It's just going to get hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. And we're going to be with you for it every step of the way right here on 560 The Joe. Of course, it's not the only sport going on in and around the Miami area. Four bleeping games. You guys come running back. All of you, you frauds, you bogus, bogus frauds when it comes to sports fandom that all it takes is four games to erase decades of betrayal for you. Dan Lebetard show. Are they talking about the Marlins? The Dolphins are another ends. We'll find out in just about five minutes here on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on Twitter at Dan Day Radio, where you can always take a step into the day spa. Ah, right now, you're getting over the hump with our Wednesday song. It's a tradition here on the Best of the Joe Show. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Hump de Bump. Sports been kind of helping you get over the hump lately. That's right. We got a lot of things going on. Panthers won earlier today, extending their series against the Islanders. At least one more game Friday at noon. You can hear it right here on 560. The Joe Doug Plagan's going to have the call with his beautiful pipes. Not to mention, Dolphins kind of starting to get things going. Hopefully everybody stays healthy and happy. The Heat, they won yesterday against the Celtics. They play again tomorrow at 4 o'clock on our sister station, 790 The Ticket. The Marlins even won yesterday. That's right, the Marlins are back in action after, I think, 60 of their players testing positive for coronavirus. No, I'm kidding. A lot of their players, though, did test positive, unfortunately, but they are back in action. team doesn't even really know each other's names. They're just like, yo, bub, yo, dude, yo, number 17, get over here. What position do you play? They're just kind of figuring it all out, but they seem to be figuring it out pretty, 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 pretty good because they are up on the Orioles 1-0 in the middle of the fourth right now. And remember, that's a doubleheader, so it's back-to-back seven-inning games this evening in Baltimore. So they're halfway home. They can get it going. Ooh, Marlins, watch out. I would say we could go pack Marlins Park, but we're not going to be allowed to even if we wanted to here in Miami, stupid COVID-19. I don't think anybody takes offense to me saying stupid COVID-19. Speaking of the Marlins, the Dan Lebetard Show. You can hear it right here on 560 The Joe weekdays from 10 to 1. They are Marlins. Also, D-Wade is MIA's only winner for decades. But now we've got the Mar Lens. An enraged, unhinged Tim Kirkchin. Uh, Billy, 
before I get to this sound, uh, because you guys are all of a sudden baseball fans. I can't believe what's happened around here. I need to give America the history of Marlins baseball, but there has been betrayal after betrayal down here. I got into an argument with the commissioner of the sport, who you've now all seen undressed in public in front of you, uh, about how Marlins baseball has been treated down here, how poorly this community has been treated by this baseball team. It took a pandemic and four games. But Chris comes in here today saying, Dan, are you Marlin? <laughs> Billy says, I think the Marlins might make the playoffs. And Stugatz comes in and says, who's not rooting for the Marlins? So wait a minute. Like, I need to understand what's happening around here because it has been decades of betrayals, decades of mistrust that has killed baseball in this market and made it an embarrassment that echoes from sea to shining sea. And it took four bleeping games for the three of you to come running back? No, that's what, it, what I'm, of course, typical you being <laughs> negative on the Marlins. It's not just four games that they've endured, Dan. This team has gone through it. Now, did yep. they do it to themselves? Quite possibly they did it to themselves going out to get coffee. They but, literally did it to themselves. <laughs> well, yeah, but... Dan, they've been through it. They packed their bags when they went for those two final spring training summer camp games in Atlanta for a six game road or six day road trip. And what have they been met with? 24 days that they're going to be on the road before they come home. 11 games quarantined in a hotel. They're not going to have their first game until August 14th. Dan, they lost like 18 players, like 12 bullpen arms. They have to just be bringing up people, signing people's scraps, bringing in anyone they can, making a quilt out of players, getting patches and weaving them together in this beautiful quilt, this tapestry of ball players who were outcasts. And where do we find ourselves today? I don't know why I'm saying ourselves as if I'm part of this team, but I could be part of this team if I was, you know, all right. one more person you, gets you, sick, I may right. be on the team. All right. Where are they right now, shut Dan? Up. Great all question. Right. Shut up. First no, place. Shut up. That's listen, where the listen, are. Shut up. All right. Just this is uh, this is why you're the lamest, and I need I need him to settle down very badly because we finally found something in sports that has engaged Billy. They've given him four bleeping games, and now he's walking around. He's sensually aroused. He's aggressive. He's come running back to this team's bosom. The guy who takes off every opening day after four. But don't tell me no. no after no. four bleeping games let me list list for you right now this is the team that beat the orioles last night these were their transactions just yesterday okay because billy didn't know <laughs> billy didn't know 20 of the players out there there had to be don mattingly didn't know some of the players that were playing for him last night like it's totally absurd that this team uh beats the orioles who by the way put this on the poll gear at levitard show have the orioles been down for nothing for two decades yes uh mattingly <laughs> said donnie baseball that he met half the team for the first time last night. And that's why I'm saying, who's not rooting for this team? They are one of two teams remaining in Major League Baseball with just one loss. Granted, they haven't played as many games, but them and the New York Yankees. How about that? All right, the Yankees The Yankees are off to their best start in the history of the team, and that team's done some winning. They're off to their best start, and only the Marlins. Go ahead, Billy, go ahead. So might the Marlins, by the way. So might the Marlins be off to their best start. Dan, you can only play the games on your schedule that haven't been canceled because your entire team got a virus. <laughs> it spread itself because of coffee. Everybody knows that. It's been said for ages. 
All they can do is play the games that have been scheduled that they haven't gotten canceled. Dan, why do you have to be like this? Why can't you just be happy for the Marlins? Look, let's be real, okay? They have eight more games before they come home, all of which are on the road. After this series, they have another series, and then they're going to play the Braves. And the Braves are really, really good. I don't know if you've caught on to that. So this isn't realistically right. going to last forever. Right. But if we can tread right. water, shut Dan, up. Again, again, again. just yet. shut up. All right. Just I don't know where to quarantine you, but you need to go away for a while. OK, because uh, Stugat, I, I can't handle this. I cannot handle this today. Um, we've been having this show about the Marlins since Emilio Bonifacio opening day. Oh, had remember an, that? Yeah, oh. You guys, told, you, guys, five, I mean. you guys told me, yeah, inside the park home run, you guys told me that Emilio Bonifacio was going to lead to the Marlins winning championships for years based yeah. on that first game, and you guys haven't been this excited since then. I haven't seen you one time this excited. I'm sorry, Dan, but that happened in April. All I know right now is it's August, and the Marlins are in first place, so you need to just zip it up and let us uh-huh. have, let us have today check the standings dan the marlins are in first place even though they're a game behind the braves please tell me a three and one start is the greatest start in marlins history please (laughs) i want i want the audience to understand like think about this okay for 20 years in this town the only one who has won is Dwayne Wade for 20 years. Like all of our teams, look at what the Panthers just did in the playoffs. They I mean, get into the play. Hold on yeah. a second. Hold on. That was when Dwayne Wade started. Dwayne Wade started right then. And after that, only Dwayne Wade won in this town. And the right. Marlins, they disassembled that team and they fractured the relationship with the city because they won the title. Don't argue with me, Billy. You've talked enough this segment. Let me finish my point. Like, why is it that you insist on yammering exactly. here? Like, yeah, like, I don't know if you've heard of this LeBron James character that came in and carried Dwayne Wade for a couple of years. Dan. Okay, very good. Uh, <laughs> regardless, the Dolphins win nothing. The Panthers win nothing. Look at them. Already bounced out of the playoffs. They only got into the playoffs. They've always been five points out of the final playoff spot. They only got there uh, because of a pandemic and an unprecedented rule. They're only down 0-2 in the series of the best okay, of five. That's, I mean. All right. They get into the playoffs a bogus way, and they're already out of the playoffs. It's just all of it. So so nobody's won down here. The Dolphins have been terrible. The Hurricanes have been terrible. We have been starved. And Billy has been bitter baseball fan, angry baseball fan. He showed a fisted Jeter. He hated that team publicly. He then got scared of their public relations department and started loving that team publicly again because he wants to ingratiate himself to Marlins management so that opening day could be something that is in his forever future as a day off because he's a Marlins <laughs> dope. Four bleeping games, you guys come running back. All of you, you frauds, you bogus, bogus frauds when it comes to sports fandom that all it takes is four games to erase decades Decades of betrayal for you. Dan, I don't know if you're paying attention, but again, a three and one start in a 60 game shortened season. It's anyone's game, it's anyone's division. Quite frankly, it's anyone's World Series. Why not us? Why not the Florida not Marlins? Us? us? Why, Why not, not us? us? Why, Why not, not us? Not us? Why not us? Yeah. What this ignores, what this ignores is that for Stugatz, us is the Mets. Oh, yeah, that's right. Last place. Don't look now, Dan Lebatard, but the Marlins lead one nothing over Baltimore and it is now the top of the fifth in a seven-inning game because it's a doubleheader once again. 
Two seven-inning games this evening in Baltimore, Maryland. Ooh, Camden Yards feeling the heat. The Marlins never seem to return to Marlins Park, but if they keep winning like this, why return? Whew. Dan Lebetard is really giving the fish the business right there, so let's turn to more positive things. <laughs> in a world where sports <laughs> are canceled, the Hawk and Crowder Show bring you the, the greatest sports segment of all time. Hey, man, LeBron a lot now. You were breaking up. First of all, first of all, <laughs> if I'm breaking up at the beginning of the show, give me a heads up. Secondly. Oh, that's your heads up right there. That doesn't, that that doesn't even mention anything about me breaking up. So no one knows what's going on there. And thirdly, it starts with, in a world where sports are canceled, there's so much sports, we're watching a live Panthers game at 2 in the afternoon. Might need to update that LeBron Lie segment, at least the imaging. Hmm. Hawk and Crowder will dive into that next, plus... They will celebrate a Panthers win here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe show running back. Some of the best audio you've heard right here on 560. The Joe over the past 24 hours. I am Dan day. Beastie boys. Oh, yeah, by the way, I ran a marathon one time with no training in six hours. Whew, my legs were hurting for a week after that, but it was a good gag for a radio station I was working at at the time. Got on the evening news, and people were like, what in the world? Good stuff. But the reason I am playing this Beastie Boys song right now is because late Beastie Boy Adam Yausch, also known as MCA, was born on this day in 1964, unfortunately passed away from salivatory cancer. He had cancer in his tongue and ended up killing him in his salivatory glands. 2012. Beastie Boys Intergalactic from their album Hello Nasty. They said back in the day you could call it the Beastie Boys Studio and they always answered at the phone, Hello Nasty. So they decided to name the album Hello Nasty. Man, I love that intergalactic. I love the Beastie Boys. Gotta fight for your right to party, especially nowadays. As long as you do it safely. Fight for your right to party intergalactically. Don't sabotage. You know what? I'm not going to go through all that. Just know, Adam Yonch, RIP, MCA, he will remember you, and you are very much missed. I know who's a fan of the Beastie Boys. Mark Hawkman. Crowder? I don't know. Crowder sometimes hit or miss with that type of stuff, but I know Hawk. He loves the Beastie Boys. I love the Beastie Boys. Solana, once again, kind of like Crowder, sometimes he's all in, sometimes he's not. I'm guessing he probably is a fan of the Beastie Boys. Why wouldn't you love the Beastie Boys? 
Only reason you wouldn't love them because you don't know them enough. Well, the only reason you wouldn't love Hawk and Crowder afternoons right here on 560 The Joe now from 2 to 6, all four hours, papa, is if you don't know them and if you don't listen to them because there's so much to love. So I'm going to share some of that love with you right now. Talking about Panthers win, we win. Then there's some breaking up, and that means, uh-oh, LeBron will lie now. Also, missing out on that Marlins money, in case you're wondering. The Marlins are playing the O's right now, and they are still up 1-0, bottom of the fifth, in a seven-inning game because it is a doubleheader. They have another seven-inning game following that. And then finally, Hawk, Crowder, Solana, throwing some pillows. Let's do this, Florida Panthers! Yes. They have just taken a 3-1 lead. Woo! Woo! Come on, baby. New York Islanders. I know I was a little more excited today because we made a little bit of money on the Panthers today. Uh-oh. Come on! Huh. I may have talked my concern into a little Panthers bet after I made a horrible decision to bet against the Marlins last night. Don't worry, Crowder. <laughs> I, got, I got it ready to go, man. I got it ready to go. <laughs> In a world where sports <laughs> are canceled, the Hawk and Crowder Show bring you... The greatest sports segment of all time. Hey, man, LeBron a lot now. You were breaking up. First of all, first of all, <laughs> if I'm breaking up at the beginning of the show, give me a heads up. Secondly. Oh, that's your heads up right there. That doesn't. That that doesn't even mention anything about me breaking up. So no one knows what's going on there. And thirdly, it starts with in a world where sports are canceled, there's so much sports we're watching a live Panthers game at two in the afternoon. I mean, I guess I could update that sounder. That's a good point. I mean, it doesn't I'll make ne- any sense. I'll never go back to Cleveland. <laughs> he lied about that, and he's gonna stay. He lies <laughs> about forger, forger. <laughs> Forge right ahead with that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I live my life. Panthers are leading 3-1 right now in the third period. This is a, uh, we said it yesterday. You do one game at a time right now. You don't have to worry that you're down 2-0 in the series. If you get today's game, there's 15 minutes left in the third period. You get today's game, then you, you live to see Friday. And then anything can, anything can happen Friday, and then maybe you're down to a one-game series. So, listen, uh, Panthers, they needed the, they were, it was 1-1 going into the third. This is nice. Two goals in the first five minutes of the third period. Like. And I'll, I'll explain this. Any top athlete, and the Panthers do have some great players on their team, you know, uh, Barkov and all those young boys we drafted and brought in some vets. I think fans get caught up in like, oh, we're down. Do you understand? Even when we were playing the Patriots when they went 17-1, and one, we believed we could win those games. That's what athletes do. So the Panthers right now, they don't give a damn what's going on. Go out there and play damn hockey. Do your thing. That's how athletes' minds work. No, and and it really does. I mean, it really does make sense. It's only a five-game series, so it's not like you're down three nothing. And you obviously saw three one with the uh, with the Cavs. Like, but you're. I mean, five-game series. I don't think the Islanders are so much better than the Panthers that it would be absurd that the Panthers could come back. And and my notion today really wasn't based. Uh, you know, betting the Panthers. It wasn't based on anything other than this is their fourth game back since the pandemic, and I didn't think that they were going to lose four games in a row. Now, granted, there's still, you know, three quarters of the third period to go, so uh, I'm not... uh 
putting the cart in front of the horse here, but it's nice to see the Panthers out to a 3-1 lead. It's funny because if they went 1-0 and and then 1-1 and and then 2-1, and you're happy. But if they go 2-1 and after being on 0-2, now you're, right. you're like, oh, oh, oh my god. You're right. It's silly. It is. I'm you're telling right. you, this is very, this is very fan-based on this. Oh, my goodness, this is over. Go play. Go play. Drop the damn puck on the ice and let's see who wins. That's, uh, that is what they're doing. 3-1 Panthers, 13-45 to go in the third period. This is a win-or-go-home game. If they do lose this game, they are donezo. Uh, Miami Heat looked good last night. We got hosed betting against the Marlins. Alan Hearns, we know, he opted out from the Dolphins yesterday. Today, Albert Wilson opts out. Armando Salguero from the Miami Herald tweeted out, Dolphins wide receiver room could manage opt-out of Alan Hearns with players on the roster or perhaps adding a young, unproven talent. Now that Albert Wilson opts out too, the team clearly needs to find experience, an experienced free agent to bring in. Because Preston Williams, or Preston Williams, what's his name? Williamson? Preston Williamson? Uh, No, because Preston Williams is the... No, no, Preston Williams, yeah. Preston Preston Wilson is the baseball player, right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's interesting now for the the Dolphins when it comes to the wide receiver room. And let's be honest now, Devontae had him a good year. That's one out of five. Do we expect him to follow up right. that year right and Preston now Preston Preston bro that young man was impressive it's all get up and he has a, a playboy bunny on his tooth he has a, a gold <laughs> tooth with a playboy bunny in it so I like him anyway after I met him we don't know if he's proven he had a couple of good games he has to come back from injury I'm with Armando like this this wide receiver room has a lot of question marks and now with two guys opting out two vets yeah they got to bring in somebody tweeted out out a Photoshop of me and Crowder as Brian's song, as Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo. And I just saw you retweeted it and said, Hawk will steal my carries. In this backfield, I will only be a decoy. Because, man, you're more convincing than me. If we, if we both go up to coach and say, hey, coach, let me get this one. Hawk, you're going to talk great. your way into it. Hey, Crowder, go sit down. Hawkman got this series. Hey, Hawkman had last series. I don't get a series. All right, let's get uh, headlines. So the Panthers, they are up. Three to one on the Islanders right now. 13 minutes left in the third period. So if it holds, we will have a game four. When is, uh, I know it'll be Friday. Do we know what time it would be? Uh, no, not yet. To okay. be decided. All right. I'm not, I'm not even going to worry about it. I got to worry about getting out of this game. The Miami Marlins, miraculously, I think. They beat the Orioles I four to nothing yesterday. <laughs> I, I thought I put my money against them. I didn't think there was any chance. They were they were locked in a hotel room. Like they they, they have players that Don Mattingly's never met. Not only did they hit well, Pablo Lopez was unbelievable on the mound. Rest, baby. They got good rest. They say rest and rust. What it seemed is. like they were rested. I, I'm, I'm starting to to buy out of practice is needed. Of training camps are needed. Like I mean, the, the Dolphins are. Gonna going to be playing their first game six weeks from now. You don't even know who's going to be on the roster. Marlins played three games after having months off. Then they took a week and a half off with no practices. And now they go ahead and they win. You know, football, I I think, is the farthest away from your concept there because they have to get the rotations and the plays and the blocking scheme. But let's be honest. Hawk, baseball, bro, plays, plays at second. Um, go catch the ball and throw it in here. Do a little batting practice. Let the pitchers warm their arms up. I, I think you got something with baseball. Like, and, and in all honesty, and, and, and I'm not trying to diminish Don Mattingly, although this example is probably going to diminish him, but this is for all managers. If I managed the Marlins for one game out of the season, the pitcher was already set because it's in the rotation. I used the same starting uh, position players as the previous game. 
Do you think the odds change? Oh man, you try to you. I got to take a shot at Don now. No, they don't. <laughs> I, I don't think for one game. Like I think for one game, no. I could come in and like, and I don't think I could do that with football or basketball or hockey. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 The scheme of it, but baseball, man, I'm with you. Maybe. Would you know when to pull your pitcher, when to go to the bullpen? Like that would be my only question. Because I, I think you, I, I think you ride the hell out of a pitcher. You let them throw three hundred pitches. If, if uh, I'm, you know, I'm a big believer that <laughs> I, I don't believe in pitch counts. So if yeah. a pitcher is pitching well and he's up about 120, 130 pitches, I don't care. I'm riding with the hot pitcher. I will not Grady Little anyone, if that's the question, no. Hey, so maybe hey, I do Skip. cost a game. <laughs> hey, hey, Skip, hey, Skip, Um, his right arm fell off. Can he throw with his left? Isn't he ambidextrous? Right, just hey. get the ball there. Get the ball over the plate. Let's go. Throw the heat. Right, what else? How's my connection now, Solana? Do you need to go back to the sports has been canceled uh, promo? Uh, no, we'll we'll chill on the LeBron Eli segment for now. Right Have now, you you're seen the hairline uh, you call it on the LeBron Eli. You call it the LeBron Eli lie segment i call it the sports has been canceled segment by the way pablo lopez to prepare for yesterday's first game back he was throwing yeah, listen pillows. to this he's throwing pillows in his hotel room that's what he was doing to kind of get loose and get ready for this game man i know that damn um the uh, the room the cleaning lady walked in confused what was he throwing hey. pillows or was he throwing a ball into a pillow i i from what i understood he was throwing pillows and he was throwing pillows at a sure? mattress. Yeah, he was throwing you pillows sure? at a mattress. All right. I could have like, understood full that. Full bed pillows? <laughs> yeah. Salam, like, I don't know if the grip is the same. <laughs> I just I, I took it as he was throwing he was throwing a baseball into a pillow. I didn't know that he was throwing pillows. Maybe I, I read that wrong. I from this, <laughs> No, maybe I got it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> but what you're saying makes a lot more sense than what I interpreted. But it just, I, to I read throw it, a pillow. I don't yeah. know how that does it any good. I read you know what? he was throwing pillows into mattresses to prepare for the All game. Right. Oh maybe maybe you're right. Well, I don't know. He he could get a my pillow endorsement if the story you told is true, Solana. <laughs> After that game last night, tell that story, bro. He got extra money. I gotta check on Craig Mish's Twitter account right now. Uh <laughs> All right. He prepared. Here's Craig Mish last night tweeted Marlins pitcher Pablo Lopez said he prepared for the start in the hotel by throwing at pillows in the hotel. Ah. Yeah, throwing at pillows. Okay. That would be. <laughs> Solana, give you a heads up, man. In the English language, one small word could change the entire sentence. But he's picturing Pablo Lopez winding up and throwing a pillow. But just like the... the, Exactly what I thought. But it doesn't make any sense. He might as well throw his shirts at that point. Like, why would he throw a pillow? Like... He's throwing pillows. He's throwing pillows. I mean, I gave it a shot last night in my room. I was throwing pillows around trying to maybe see if Mattingly needed me. Holy, God bless you, man. God bless you. Sometimes I want to correct and help my guy Solana, but it's just too funny. Throwing pillows at the wall. Why would a major league pitcher be doing that? Only Solana could justify that in his mind. The Marlins, nonetheless, throwing pillows right now. They are still up one nothing over the Orioles. They are now finishing up the fifth, so two innings away to another victory and being 4-1 and one on the season. Remember, two seven-inning games because it is a doubleheader tonight in Baltimore. Game two of the evening, supposed to start around 8.05. Come on, fish. So, we got a fish win. Earlier today, a Panthers win. Let's hear how that game wrapped up. 
Weger tries to clear. Rolling puck far circle. Clearing attempt held in. Taves. Pollock at the line. Holds. Gives off to Barzell. Time winding down. Put to the net. A bouncer in front. Bobrovsky the save and the final horn sounds. And the Panthers get a win here in game three to extend the series. 3-2 the final score here this afternoon. Panthers are do or die. They stay alive in a must win. Another must win. And then another must win for sure. So you can hear game four of their series with the Islanders. That is going to be this Friday at noon. If you're busy, just try to turn on 560 The Joe. If you're not, because I don't know why you wouldn't be busy on Friday. Oh, yeah, there's a quarantine and a COVID outbreak and a pandemic going on. Okay, so if you're not... (laughs) Of course, it's right here on 560 The Joe. So many sports going on. We got more wins to get to, like the Heat. They beat Boston yesterday. Here's how that sounded. Live from American Airlines Arena in Miami, it is the third game broadcast of the eight-game restart of the NBA seating schedule for your Miami Heat. Uh, Take on the home team uh, goes against the Boston Celtics. And we are live from the arena. The team is live from the HP Fieldhouse on the NBA campus in Orlando, Florida. Good evening, everyone. Mike Ingles here with my partners, Ruth Riley Hunter, Kelly Olenek. A little too close now to Robinson. He's going to turn around for a three. Got it. Oh, my. It took him a nanosecond to put that ball up with everyone around him. That's his second trade. He has such a quick release. 88% of his shots behind the arc are contested. That one contested by Hayward. Didn't matter. Still able to get it to go. Hero on the right side. He'll back up. Oh, Hero. Step back three. Three for three from downtown. He had Grant Williams on roller skates there. Had no idea where he was going. And Totters found his scope. Miami's largest lead, 12. Derrick Jones Jr. Out of Crowder. High point left wing Crowder. Up top, Duncan Robinson. Tice on Robinson. Puts it over the big man. Off the back of the rim. And the rebound. Bam got it to go and found it. Bam will go back to the line. Wanamaker gathers it back in. Going to drive in against Derrick Jones Jr. Lost it off his foot. Iguodala with a loose ball. He's got a free one down the floor. No, can't make it there quick enough. Gives it to Bam. Bam layup. Got it and fouled going to the rim. And Bam will go back to the free throw line. This time for the 18th time. Wow. Bam across to Duncan. Wide open look for three. Oh, follow up with a jam. Iguodala. Nice play by Andre Iguodala as he follows that miss. High in the air and slams it down with both pods. Hey, the old man's got some hops still. Look at that. Front court Gorn goes left side. Drives on Tice under the basket. In the corner. Duncan Robinson for three. Got it to go. Oh, my. He has ice water in his veins. Well, back-to-back corner threes for Duncan Robinson. Huge shots. Final score, Miami 112, Boston 106. So the Heat 2-1 in the bubble so far. They have already clinched a playoff spot, finally tuning the machine. One of the brightest spots of all of the Heat these past three games has been Kelly Olynyk. Spo recently spoke to the very versatile abilities and the malleability of Kelly Olynyk. You can't put him in a, a positional box of whether he's a center or power forward. He's... He's a hybrid in his own right, uh, just in a, in a totally different way. But he played uh, a really uh, impactful winning game for us. Uh, and when we weren't playing through Bam, we were trying to create some kind of trigger with uh, KO, whether we're running him off screens or putting the ball in his hands. And uh, he made a lot of good reads for us. Plenty of heat. Culture!
and they are going to be back in action tomorrow, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You can hear the pregame, the postgame, the whole game on our sister station, 790. The ticket, so that means over here tomorrow afternoon, if you want to hear the Hawk and Crowder show, we are your home. Your home to download the podcast for this show or any of the shows on 560 WQAM.com, wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free, or you can go to the radio.com app. I am Dan Day. If you have any questions for me, at Dan Day Radio, I am going home to watch some even more sports action. This time it's going to be MLS's back tournament, semifinals, Portland taking on Philadelphia, Inter-Miami, of course, my heart when it comes to MLS teams, but Portland, one of my teams too. I always loved Portland before Inter-Miami CF existed, so let's go Timbers. I wasn't going to watch tonight, but I said, eh, I've watched every one of their matches so far through the tournament, and it's brought them good luck, so why not go home, drink a few beers, watch some soccer action, and as we say in South Louisiana, laissez les bon temps rouler, let the good times roll, and hopefully you do the exact same, at least letting the good times roll in your life. We'll be back tomorrow night around 6 o'clock for another edition of of the best of the Joe show right here on 560 The Joe WQAM. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.